Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj. All right, welcome to Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor. I'm your host, Victor Dadaj. I hope you are having an amazing day so far. Today, we have an incredible guest. He is the CEO and founder of Alpha Influence Media. He's a podcast host. He is a United States Marine Corps veteran, and he is a keynote speaker. So let's welcome Alan Dos Havens. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing well, Victor, and thank you for letting me on again, brother. It's a tremendous honor. Oh, it's great having you on. So I'd like to get started by just asking to uh, please share your story. How did you get started in entrepreneurship? Absolutely. So for me, it was it was a long journey. Um, it, it went through overcoming limiting beliefs, and, and I was abused as a kid. Um by my parents. And it was one of those, you know, so I had the limiting beliefs, they're narcissists, and they really got me to think one way. So um, I start getting older, you know, I leave home to go to the military, in the military, I start reliving some of these things. And it was just like, well, what's wrong with me? You know, it feels like um, I can't do anything right. Everybody's coming to me for answers, and I can't even answer anything for myself. So it was one of those, you know, um, what am I going to do? In Basically, you know, I seen I was following um, Zach Babcock and he had an offer out for how to start a podcast. And it was forty seven dollars for his program that ran about seventy five hundred dollars. So I was like, man, this is a killer deal. I put that on my credit card. I bought the course and then coming into um, I did the course and I joined his group and I was really just trying to learn, hey, you know, how do I start a podcast and how could I be able to put myself out there and really like talk to people about business, but be like, hey, how did you deal with these things in life to get to where you need to be? Um, so in my case, it was really, you know, week before my daughter was born, I promised myself and I said, hey, I'm going to make sure I can drop this podcast and then I'm going to make it a priority that I get in the room with the right people and start asking those questions and saying, hey, you know, from a mindset point of view, what could we do to get better? What could we do um, to really break through or to get us in the right rooms with people? So for me, it was a, a long journey, but I'd say it was more fulfilling because I knew exactly where I didn't want to be. And I was in those places before. So once I started taking the time and, and being intentional with the podcast and focusing on my message, it allowed me to branch off so much more all the way to where I was working 60 to 80 hours. Um, I had a sales job helping other veterans out. My job came at me sideways because my nanny moved. So I'm taking care of the little one. So she's asleep right now while we're recording. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those to where it's like I was holding her making sales calls and the job said, hey, um, is your heart still in it? And I was like, man, you do this to your best sales rep after everything I've done. First thing you're going to say when adversity hits, I gave them a corrective action plan to, to add some context. So it was like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and this is how I'm still making the job happen. They came at me sideways. I went back to that group. I was like, hey, man, uh, to Zach. And I was like, hey, brother, this is what happened. And I'm really upset because I might have to quit podcasting and get a better job. And it's and it was something I was freaking out about. And he was like, you know what? I think we can collaborate. So we started a business together. So for me, it was one of those I never thought I would, but podcasting allowed me to get in the room with the right people and then allowed me to even start a business um, 10 years before than I even planned. No, that is awesome. Thanks for sharing that because I think uh, a lot of entrepreneurs have gone through a lot of adversity, and obviously you did. So, you know, growing up, you have limiting beliefs because you know you were abused as a kid. Your parents were narcissists, and unfortunately, for a lot of kids, it takes its toll because that's when your mind is formed. That's when you are so impressionable, and 
And obviously for many years, it sounds like you had a lot of doubts about yourself. And, and no matter how talented you were, you you doubted yourself. And that even showed itself when you went into the military years later. So uh, we all deal with these limiting beliefs. And, but it seems like one good thing that happened was um, one day you came across this course by Zach Babcock, who was a you know, start your own podcast and something like a lot of money, but you got it for only $47. And that eventually turned into a very successful business enterprise. Eventually down the road, you went into business with this Zach Babcock. You started a partnership and uh, good things happen. But you know, again, you double more adversity. You got a sales guy working six to eight hours. You're doing really well on it. And then after all, these guys are giving you an attitude, you know, you know, because you want to spend time with your little one, your little daughter, and they don't seem to appreciate it. As if sixty to eighty hours a week is enough. It seems like they want eighty to hundred hours a week, and then uh, you get tired of it. But it led to your partnership with Zach. So it seems like whenever you go through adversity, you know, Napoleon talks about it, it leads to the greater uh, benefit, uh, equal or greater benefits. So somehow, if you open your eyes and have those eyes open to the opportunity, you will find something even better. And you mentioned mm-hmm. something about mindset and, and being around people that are positive successful. I think that your association with Zach and other people changed your whole life because, yeah, am I correct? It led to a total mindset uh, shift. It led to getting rid of many of those living beliefs and starting to believe in someone, making you realize, man, I can do so much more. I'm, I'm capable of so much more, and I can do it now. Is, is that correct? Absolutely. And that and that was the focus of the podcast specifically. And I'm actually starting a second podcast. That's going to be for the business because I want to keep them two separate entities. I want, you know, the winner's paradigm to where I jam with you on that personal level. And I ask you those questions. And then I want the alpha influence media where we talk about business. It's still going to have a little bit of that feel, but it's going to allow me to to do exactly that, you know, and be around those people and get them on the show. And it's one of those where it's like, I, I care about you, you know, being successful in business, we can talk briefly on it, but it's one of those, it's like, I want to know the habits that got you there. I want to know what you overcame. I want to know what the driving force is. I want to know, are you sleeping well at night? And if you are, how are you doing it? So it's like one of those things, because for me, like I sleep four to five hours and now I'm working on it. And it's one of those, it's like, I got to get done with August 1st and then I can start going back to my usual, but it's all those things that shape you into the entrepreneur, into who you are. And when you're around those people, it becomes contagious because it's no longer, you know, me saying, oh, I'm starting a podcast or, oh, I'm doing this and I'm paying this to be in this group. And someone's like, that's stupid. You're wasting your money. It's one of those, you know, back then it, it might have turned me off completely to now where I'm like, I tell that to people or come to them with problems. They're like, here's a solution. This is what we can do. How are you happy? How's the family at home? And you're like, man, why are you asking me these questions no one ever takes the time. So it's it's unusual initially, but it's awesome, you know, when when you really get to have those genuine conversations, but it's not that they're forcing it. It's like people actually care about you. They want to see you do well. So they're going to ask you those tough questions and it's up to you to decipher it however you can. No, absolutely. And yeah, you brought up a couple of good points. And number one, you got to be careful with your dream steals. Many of them often the people you were friends with for many years. And, and I'm sure you noticed in your journey, and we were trying to do better, grow as a person, you know, work on that personal development, you know, work on your mindset. You probably realize that many of the people that you interact with over the years didn't support you in your dreams because, number one, you're trying to get better. And for them to stay at the same level as you, they have one or two choices. Either they grow with you or they try to bring you down. And unfortunately, for a lot of people, it's easy just to bring the other person down. And it's a shame. But that's why sometimes you need to change your circle of influence. And when you did that, that totally changed your life. 
And would you mind a couple of things? Number one, talk a little bit more about this winner's paradigm. Um, and, and and before you talk about it, I, I want to say I'm glad you shared some of the struggles and what you went through because sometimes people only see the success and they say, I can't be like that person. But you share many of the struggles, your limiting beliefs, you know, some of the adversity you went through. So when the people hear that, they say, wow, he overcame that. You know what? If Islanders can do it, you know, maybe I can do it too. So it's great when you share these stories because people can relate to your story because there are a lot of people out there who've gone through similar situations. So I want to thank you for sharing that. And and so again, now talk a little bit more about the winner's paradigm, which you alluded to before. And also talk about, uh, you mentioned something about uh, accumulating wins, which I think is very important because I think a lot of people, number one, um, had, uh, don't understand the importance of it. And also celebrating those wins, like the little ones. So you mind talking about those two things? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'd say first we'll do the winner's paradigm and then we'll talk about the win. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, my podcast is called The Winner's Paradigm, and that's my first one that I have. And that is like what I hold near and dear. Why? Uh, winner's Paradigm, to define it, it's really, you know, what makes a winner win? You know, what are the driving factors? Um, how are you able to have the success you say you are? How are you able to live that life? How are you able to, you know, be a good entrepreneur, but at the same time, make sure your relationships add up? So you're not, you know, neglecting the wife or not being there for the kids or being the asshole friend who's just blowing money where it's like, yeah, you can blow money, but you can also enjoy who you're around with and promote something positive, you know? So for me, it was really looking at that and looking at all types of winners, um, whether it's professional athletes or throughout history and being like, what did they do that allowed me to break through? And what did they do that allows me to be me? So in my case, it was really like diving into that. It was pulling back those layers. It was like, hey, I have to be vulnerable. I have to say some things because people either aren't going to like it or they're going to be like, oh, shit. You know, and in my case, it's like I went through a lot. So if I can just tap into people and let them do that. And I'd say that's the best part about having the podcast Um, for the first time in my life. I'm finally able to talk freely. And if someone doesn't like what I have to say, I can just tell them that they can exit the room. And it's one of those to where it's like, I don't have to keep dealing with you, you know, before people would flip that script on me. And then there goes me with the the negative mindset. And I'm like, well, they think this is stupid or they don't believe me. And I'm like getting combative with them because they're trying to tell me that things didn't happen to me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Versus like, Hey, this is what happened. And you can see it for yourself. In my case, I work on myself every single day because of these things. And there's other people who are doing the same shit they did 20 years ago. So that speaks for itself. Um, as in counting, you know, the small wins, that was something I brought along to where it was like, Hey, what are you going to do? You know, and, and you mentioned gratitude. Um, yeah, we have to have gratitude, you know, you wake up and it's cliche and we say, it, you know, the five things, but when you do that 30 days, um, then you start seeing a little bit different. So in my case, it was like, man, I have a house, I have a family, I have this, I'm not struggling, you know, yes, financially, we can do a lot better. I'm working there every single day. But it's like, I'm no longer in that poverty mindset. I'm no longer in that I need money mindset and trying to go crazy. So it's stacking the small things. Um, For me, I have five friends that died that were close to me. I have a grandfather that passed away and he was my go-to person. So it was thanking myself first because I was like, when my grandfather died, I don't know what to do. I don't have anybody. Um, I have my father-in-law, but then I got scared and I'm like, well, if he dies, who am I going to have? So it was really going back to that self-love portion. And being like, bro, you did all these things. You came all this way. That's a win. Now you're helping people. That's a win. Um, now I'm talking to people every single day about 
their journey or that what they're passionate about. So it allows me to get better at what I'm doing, but at the same time, you know, slowly accumulate these. Um, it could either be getting up early when I'm having a good day because I messed my body up from the military. So it's one of those where it's like I get up at three o'clock in the morning to go to the gym. And if I don't like today, well, then I have another way that I have a morning routine that's going to allow me to have a successful day. So in your case, you know, it's whatever brings the best benefit to you. And it's going to be different for everybody because everybody has to do different things. And I don't say copy somebody else or someone saying meditating works for them. For you, it doesn't. Maybe taking a walk for you is a lot better because you feel like you get some fresh air and you can think or or whatever it has to be, right? So when we're stacking those wins, we just want to find at least five things. Some people say 10, but I feel like that's too complex if you're starting. So just find five things, you know what I mean? Like it could be being grateful for one, thinking about that, planning your day out. Um, maybe you took a shower in the morning before you got ready because you needed to wake up a little bit. Maybe it was, you know, before you um, went into work that day, you pulled the little visor down, the sun visor in your car and you smiled and you were like, hey, I need to make sure I do that a little more. So it's one of those things to where it's like you make yourself be accustomed to doing these things that eventually it just rolls with you. Um, for me, I smile a lot. So that's one of those things where it's like, I know if I'm feeling bad, I'm going to start smiling because I'm going to gradually feel a little bit better with doing it more. And it's not something I can fake because eventually it's going to be like, you know what? I do feel a little bit better. I'm smiling. He's smiling. What do I have to worry about? Exactly. No, you made some really good points there. You know, I'm glad you have that winners, uh, you know, the winners, winners paradigm podcast. And I'm sure people get a lot of, and like you said, it's, it was a place where you could just share about yourself, talk about yourself and not worry about what other people think. They don't like it they can just exit they don't have to listen to the program for those that want to listen they can get a lot, a lot out of it they can learn a lot from your experience and they can you know and hopefully it can help shift their mindset because one little you know uh, sharing of a story can change someone's life you just never know sharing your story who you can influence who you can inspire and i'm sure there have been a bunch of people that have been inspired by listening to your podcast and i love the thing you shared about just having the gratitude you know little things you have you have a house and a family you know okay maybe we, we don't have the money Elon Musk or Warren Buffett has. You know, you're you're doing a lot better than you did five, 10 years ago. So you have gratitude for that. And you say celebrate all the little things. It could be all these little things. You smile, you know, maybe you come home, your kids happen to see you, they hug you. Any little thing. The thing is, too often people think success is only you have a mansion in Beverly Hills, you have a private jet and a yacht, you have $35 million in the bank. And if you don't, you're a failure. And when, and when that seeps into your subconscious, yeah, you start thinking of yourself as a fan. When you celebrate all those little wins, all those examples you shared, after a while, it just seeps into your subconscious mind. You start feeling more and more like a success, and you start obtaining more of those habits. You start doing more of those things that success will do because you start feeling in yourself, and your subconscious mind accepts it. It's a couple of things you start doing. So you shared a lot of great examples because you said, I've come a long way. I've done a lot of these things I wasn't doing a few years ago. And, you know, and gratitude is so important because here's the thing if you feel your mind can have two different thoughts if you feel gratitude you can't feel emptiness negativity failure you feel gratitude you feel racist and, and and like you said it becomes a habit after 30 to 60 days so i think pretty much every successful people i ever talked to has mentioned gratitude is one of the most important things that changed their life and then i'm just glad you shared that as well and um so Talk about you know, a couple other questions I want to ask you about, like the habits. What are some of other some of the other habits that you've developed over the last few years that helped change you as a person? That's helped you become more successful. And also, you talk a little bit more about how important consistency is for you in terms of being successful. 
Boom. Uh, so let's do habits first. So habits are one of those things. Um, and, and I'm going to say, you know, for me, I do the things I don't want to do. Um, so it's the, you know, getting my clothes ready the night before when I'm dog tired, you know, and I'm like, man, I don't want to do anything. I just want to go to sleep. And it's like, nope, I'm going to get my clothes ready because if not, I'm going to be rushing tomorrow morning. Or um, in our case, you know, it's doing the work before we even have the interview. So at least, you know, I have your profile, but I can be like, oh, Victor, I've listened to this episode and I really know this about you. Or, hey, Victor, I really like how you get to know people on a personal level. So it's more than just speaking and it's more than me communicating with you and, and just going for it, right? So building the habits, we just want to be able to make sure um, that whatever we're doing is bring optimum results to us. So in my case, um, I make habits, you know, eating clean. And it's like, I don't, you know, I want McDonald's, but I know if I eat McDonald's, I'm going to feel bad. So it's one of those where it's like, man, maybe I got to get home and I'm going to have something else, or I'm going to make a smoothie. And it's just like challenging myself. Like I don't want to do it, but it's not about what I don't want to do. Um, it's about me doing it and executing regardless, because I said I was going to do it. So I can't be on Facebook and I can't be putting a post every day and be telling you, hey, this is how you should live your life or, hey, this is what I did and I'm not even living up to it. So in my case, um, I'm strong on habits because I make it a priority. You know, I used to be a drinker and it was a very nasty habit drinking every single day. And it's one of those now where it's like, I can't do that at nighttime uh, because I got to get up early in the morning and and make sure I can get a workout in um, or be able to meditate before the little one gets up. And if not, I'm going to have a, rough, a rude awakening with her. So it's one of those where it's like, I made it a priority. So it's a habit for me not to. And when I'm in those situations, I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to do this because I know what's going to come out of that. So the habits are the small things we're building, which lead to you being more consistent. And I'd say like consistency, that's something we overlook or we say like, oh, it's difficult to do that. But what I'd say is it's just doing it one day at a time. You know, so it can be as simple as reading one page a day, which leads you to 10 pages. So in my case, it's 10 pages. And if I can't do 10 pages, I do one page. Why? So at least I have it somewhat consistent in my mind to pick up that book and have it as a muscle memory that every time I pick up this book, I read a page. So it's one of those where it's like, I went from being so up and down to, yeah, you know, the goal is 10 a day, but if I can't do that because so many things are going on, or maybe I'm reading other things throughout the day, I have one that's going to allow me to be able to learn something new. It's kind of like, you know, when when people get into new fields and, and marketing, for instance, um, my one of my other partners, Tim, he said, hey, all you have to do every day is just read one marketing article. And if you read the article every day, you learn something new. And I'm like, you know what? That's good. And he's like, end of the year, 365 days, you have 365 articles you read. And he's like, or you can go back, you can read other ones, you, you remember them more. So in my case, it was like, man, you know, you're being consistent, you're doing something every single day, it allows you to do that. So in my case, it's like being grateful, showing gratitude. Um, one thing I'll always say is I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Love you guys. And it's something that like, I make it a priority to be consistent on that, because I know exactly how it feels when you don't get those things. Or when people think, you know, oh, you're just saying things to say. I'm like, nah, bro, I genuinely appreciate you because of all the work you do. And I see what you're doing. You know, in my case, it's like, I know how it is when you're on that road and you're like, man, this is tough. No one understands. Um, so I make it a priority to be consistent with those things um, and really, you know, focus on my energy on being that way. Because again, you know, we, we say with a core value standpoint, this is who we are, you're acting it, and then you're showing people who you are. So if you're either doing it and, and aligning to it or you're not, and that's kind of 
some of the consistency things. And when you run away from who you are and what you're about, that's where you start messing up and have all these character flaws. And people are like, oh, this dude's questionable. But if you really just say like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And then just stick to it. That's where everything starts to change for you. And it's like, you're not even pretending to be in rooms. You're just being in the room and you're being yourself. Um, you share some really great golden nuggets there. I like the things you said about habits and doing the things you do not necessarily want to do. But you know, it's, it's for the best, like sending your clothes the night before so you can get ready and first thing in the morning. Or you like, you want to go eat some McDonald's, but you know it's not good for you. It's not good for your health. So maybe you might have a smoothie instead. So, and that's what successful people do. They do a lot of things. They, and even the more they don't necessarily want to do, but they know that it's required for them to be successful. And often they'll do it when they don't feel like doing it. Maybe things they, they enjoy doing, but there's some days they don't feel like doing it, but they know like they have to do it. Otherwise, it's going to catch up to them. So, and, and and that leads, and like you said, you make it a priority. And that leads to consistency. Um, I, I remember I've heard in the past, people are consistent in the things they prioritize. If something's really important to you, you will make it a priority. You'll be consistent in it. And if you're not consistent in it, then maybe you need to question, is it really a priority for you? And the things that you are consistent in, I'm sure you realize you made it a priority for you, and that's why you were consistent in it. And you talk about one step at a time, one day at a time, do these small things. These small things will add up to big things. It leads to what's called the compound effect. Now, people don't understand the power of the compound effect because the changes in the beginning are very small. But over, over the course of time, they lead to big changes. It's like, you know, you ask someone, would they have a they rather have a penny double over 31 days for a million dollars. A lot of people would take a million dollars because a penny double is like one cent, two cents, four cents, eight cents. But you know, realize by the power of compounding at the end of 31 days, they would have over $10 million. So compounding is very powerful. And there's a saying, success is not built in a day, it's built daily. And that's what I got from the statement you shared. It's like, you got to be consistent. Do something little every single day. Like read that marketing article, read you know a few pages of a book. You read you don't have to read a thousand pages in a month. If you read 10 pages of a good book every single day over the course of one year, you will have read 3,650 pages. If you're consistent in it, you will have accomplished a lot over, over a single year. So, um, and be yourself, be real, you know, appreciate people. That, and you're consistent on that. You're thanking people, saying, I appreciate what you do for me. Those things make a huge difference in your relationship with people because there's so many people out there who are not being appreciated, whether it's at work or their friends or their partners, you name it, that some people feel underappreciated. So having someone just showing a little appreciation can make a big difference in the long run. So you shared a lot of great wisdom there. And something in your answer made me think about is um, the importance of self-talk because it seems like a lot of people sabotage themselves and because of their limited beliefs, their self-talk, a lot of self-talk they say to themselves is negative. Did you struggle with that early on in your life? And how did you overcome? Was it some of the things you talked about or were there other things you did as well? Ooh, that's a good one. Thank you for asking that question, brother. Um, so for me, yes, it was extremely hard. The reason why is I had the drill sergeant dad um, that was like, and, and I don't know, um, I'm cussing because I'm referring to what he was saying, but he'd be like, what the fuck are you thinking? Or I would lose. And he's like, you fucking suck. So it was like, I had that driving force. The good thing is, is he did it so much. It became ingrained in me um, to where like, I just didn't care anymore. But what it did is allowed me to have that internal clock. And in my head, it was like, I hated being told anything, even now, like, 
if, if it's negative or whatever it is from people, like I hate when people say that. So I just don't get myself in those situations. And it's different if it's like a critique and, and it's about you being better versus someone coming at you negatively. Like, I don't want to hear it. If you have something negative to say what I'm doing, you can turn the other way. If it's something that I'm doing legitimately wrong, you're like, hey, this is how you can get better. That's a different conversation. But if you want to be out here, you suck this or that, that's where, you know. So for me, it was really being able to push myself. Um, and an example is like, I would lose in wrestling. My mom would have to force me to get in the car. Why? Because I was cutting weight and I would run 16 miles a day. And it would be, you know, four in the morning when I wake up, four before practice, four after practice, and then four before I go to sleep. So my body was hurting. You know, I'd have a tournament or something I would lose. And I'm like, I need to run. I need to do this more. And it was just me not being where I needed to be at. So I was pushing myself there. So when we talk about, you know, the driving forces there and um, the limiting beliefs, the self-talk, I was one of those, like in my head, I would say the same things. You suck. You're not good enough. And that was one thing that I always did, you know, is I wanted to prove people wrong and go there. The bad thing is, is I'm giving everybody what they want. They want to see me fail. They want to see that. And if I'm telling myself that internally, I suck. I'm not good. I don't look good in the mirror. I don't have confidence. That's why I lack so much confidence. But when I really said like, nah, I, I did all the things I said I'm going to do. Um, I don't prove anybody. I just do it for myself. I really don't care what you think about me because at the end of the day, you don't pay my bills. Um, so it really comes down to, you know, what I execute and what I believe in myself. And if you don't believe it, you don't like it, the door's right there. You can walk out. And it was one of those for me, you know, when I started having that mindset and started doubling down on myself, it was like so much better things came. So many people gravitated towards me because they're like, man, you're doing something right. You're happy. We love your energy. What is that? And I'm like, yeah, I don't like that guy. That guy told me something. He's done. Let's go. Let's move on. You know, and it's one of those where it's like, you just got to shift and it sucks. You know, sometimes we don't want to do these things. We don't want to feel that way. And in my case, you know, it was for years living that way to where it was finally, hey, how are you going to always do that? Are you going to be the scared little boy still? Or are you going to be the one that is intimidating themselves, doesn't have the confidence to get up in front of the room and speak to people? Are you going to get in the room, speak to the people and everybody comes to you based off of how you carry yourself and what you're actually saying? So for me, it was really like having that and making myself the priority and saying, hey, I'm a badass. You know, I did all these things that I never thought I would do. People don't believe in me. I don't need anybody. I can do it on my own if I really need to. Not that you're not, you know, you're not going to get as far with the, as with other people. But if it's you being alone versus with the wrong people, I'll take being alone every single day of the week because I don't want them to mess up my energy. I don't want them to come in and, and try to ruin what I got going on just because they don't align with it. Yeah, I, I love that. And, and that last statement you talked about, better to be alone than with the wrong people. I, I did a post on Facebook last week. It says, better to be alone in the wilderness than with negative energy draining people. So I totally agree with you on that because those people are going to bring you down. They're going to like really mess up your life. And, you know, you went through a lot of struggles, but, you know, eventually you came to the point saying, I do it for myself. These people don't pay my bills. I've overcome a lot. I've accomplished a lot. You know what? I'm good at this. I'm good at a lot of things. I'm I'm capable of a lot of things. So, you know, uh, you overcame a lot of adversity, and and as a result, it's made you a stronger person. So those people that overcome adversity, they tend to become stronger people. You realize, man, I've overcome all these other things. I can overcome a lot more challenges because I've done it before. And so, so if you're going, so for those listening, if you're going through these challenges, you can overcome them. You realize it's going to make you a stronger person because that's what's happened to. Islanders. He's become a strong person with all the various adversities faced. And it wasn't easy. They overcame him. And now he has so much more confidence in himself. And he could say, 
And because of that, you could tell the people, I did it, so I know you can do it. So really good stuff here. So, you know, we were talking about mindset, personal development. What are some of the books that have helped you along on your journey into believing in yourself more? Oh, so I'll say the first one's going to be The One Thing by Gary Keller. Um, I love that book. Yeah, there we go. I love that book just because he dials it in. And when he's talking about being intentional and time blocking, that was something where um, I have OCD as well from when I was in the military. And it was one of those where I will start screaming and be like, why are we doing it? And I, I go off. Why? Because it needs to go according to plan. Things need to get done. And if you don't get done, I'm going to rip the shit out of your hands and I'm going to do it myself because that's the, the military mentality. So in my case, like the one thing allowed me to say that, hey, I have two hours. I'm going to get this done. If I don't get this done, I can do this tomorrow when I have the two hours. Don't work any longer. Don't work any less. In my case, it's allowed me to because when it's family time, it's family time. So I'm not checking my phone. I'm not checking what I'm doing. I'm not looking at the emails me and you are sending to each other. I'm spending time with the family. So one thing would be the first one. Um, the next one I would probably say would be how to write a good advertisement. Uh, and that is by Victor Schwab. I liked that one specifically because they talked about kind of different um, headlines you can use and, and different ways you can use advertising, which you didn't think to. And in my case, it's not necessarily like, oh, I want to be a great advertiser, but it was more, how am I going to be able to deliver my message? And I use a lot of personal feels. So like on Facebook, for instance, um, I go in my feelings, you know, and I'm like, man, I struggled with this internally. And this is what it allowed me to do. So in my case, I wasn't trying to learn it from a marketing standpoint and then like, oh, this or that. I was learning it because it's like, how could I be a better effective communicator with other people? Um, so that was it. I'll leave with the third one. Um, the third one, I'd probably say, ooh, And I always blank out whenever it's the question about what kind of books I blank out every single time. Um, but I'll go to the first one, first book I ever read. And it was funny. I was going to join um, a pyramid scheme. They're trying to get me into this thing and they're feeding me a little bit of information. And when you do this, you'll meet great success. And I'm like, how much is success? What is success defined as to you? Is it the money? Is it your family? Is it whatever? So I stumbled upon 50 cents book, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. I loved it because he was taking the street mentality. And for instance, he would eliminate his competition. And then he would talk about the corporate sector and how he would eliminate his competition or how corporate systems work and that they are all in it for themselves and keeping the money. And he's over here working on his contract and then says no. Or in like 2001, whenever he had his album come out, he trashed an office room and they put it out there and it was all strategic. And people didn't know that that was strategic. But he's like, oh, I did that because you get a reaction out of people. And they knew that if I did it, it would paint my picture to be this. And that's what I was going for at the time. So this works. So in my case, I was like, man, you really can set your setting and really paint what you want if that's it. You know, so if you're really being the one and you're like, man, I'm all about self-improvement. I came from Z, now I'm at A or I'm A to Z then you can be able to prove it. So in my case, it was really like harnessing that and learning how do I communicate my story? How do I help more people? How do I actually do what I say I'm doing? Awesome. No, no, thanks for sharing those books. And uh, Alice, I want to thank you so much for being on this show. It was really great having you on. I love you know, your story, sharing sharing with us, sharing all your personal adversity, the things you overcome, and how you, you know, developing this very successful person and 
And I love all the wisdom you shared. Well, no, you share a lot of great stuff here. I know the people listening on to this show really appreciate all that you share. So I want to thank you again for being on the show. And before I let you go, if people want to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to contact you? Yes, brother. The best way to contact me is my podcast, The Winner's Paradigm and thewinnersparadigm.com. So if you want to go there, that's the fastest way to get a hold of me, fastest way to know what I'm doing um, and really, you know, learn about me, jam on a personal level. Awesome. Sounds great. All right. Thanks again, Alice, for being on the show. Have yourself an amazing day. Thank you, Victor. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.